Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner. Really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Jason, thanks for coming well, to the new studio. I uh, it's really nice and and bringing and bringing this rye whiskey. Tell me about the rye whiskey. Uh, the rye whiskey I got from eighteen vodka. Let's see, uh, and from the Facebook snooping I've been doing and some Twitter snooping, uh, eighteen vodka has been around for a while. Yeah, it looks like, uh, but they have a new location on Grape. And I have it written down here, 4211 Grape Road. It's in a little plaza actually right next to Buffalo Wild Wings in Mishawaka, okay. right there in Grape. And if that doesn't make sense to you, then I can just tell you it's right across the street from the Whole Foods on yeah. the other side of Grape. Yeah. Uh, I had a little bit of trouble finding it the first time, but it's right across the street from Whole Foods, so mm. you can't miss it. It's in a little plaza, and they got a light-up sign and all that, so... It's it's hard to miss, but uh, it's a really cool spot, and they're still doing a lot of stuff with it. They have a whole other area that apparently they're going to sort of build out and have uh, bands, live music, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. I think that's that may be a ways in the making, but mm-hmm. that's just the last time I was there, they were explaining yeah. sort of the stuff that they want to do with the, sp- with the spot, and that's part of it. So... Um, so I brought this whiskey with me, uh, since I, we, I, I mentioned, you know, well, what do you, what do you drink? I knew that you were a beer guy, but I, yeah. I thought maybe whiskey. So, yeah. so I asked because they have whiskey, they have 18 vodka, which is distilled 18 times, mm-hmm. 18 gin, which I'm assuming is also distilled 18 times. Yeah. And they have two, I believe two different types of absinthe. Mm-hmm. And one of them is a hibiscus. And I don't really know anything about hibiscus myself, yeah. but uh, the last time I was there, I had a absinthe drink, and they have the slotted spoon with the yeah. sugar cube, and they pour it over the thing, and I had never seen it done that way before. I, I had only had absinthe at you know part apartment parties, yeah, where there's some bro that's a friend of a friend of a friend, right. and he got a bottle. You know, from Belmont Beverage, and he's gonna try and school me, and yeah, you you might trip out if you have to. You know, it's like this is it's all very uh, you know the way that you're supposed to drink it, right? Yeah. So it's uh, it's and it super was, cool. Uh, it was illegal for a while. It was. It yeah. had something to do with the wormwood or something like yeah. that. And so, uh, 
I had read when they first started making them, there was a one called lucid, I think. And then Mm. Marilyn Manson made one and there was synthesized wormwood or something like that. I don't know if that's still an issue. So I don't Mm. quite know what, if 18 vodka people are doing something different, but it's, I believe from the website, I think it said 150 year old recipe. Wow. And, uh, it's really nice. I could drink it without, I've had it before in other places and it was fine, but it was harsh. Yeah. But this, everything, everything they've, they have there is a lot smoother than I've ever experienced. Right. Yeah. This right whiskey is. Yeah. I really enjoy it. I mean, it's, I could drink this like all day. Yeah. You know, it's really good. And, and I had a gift for you. I bought some folded mountain pale ale. At That's Aldi. right. From Aldi's. So, um. <laughs> I think, Coming through with the I, Aldi's, I, I appreciate you. I, I think you win the uh, the gift game. <laughs> oh well, I uh, I appreciate that, but uh, ultimately, it's uh, I'm just I can't really take uh, I can't take the credit for the uh, play of you know for the uh, work of the uh, eighteen vodka people. But, yeah, that's uh, good stuff. It, it's all they're doing. They they yeah. did all the heavy lifting for sure. Yeah, and. Um, I didn't. I don't think I listed rye whiskey as one of my favorites, but nope. it is. It, I I love rye whiskey, and uh, it's really, really, really good. So we stuff. haven't talked for a while. No, it's been a minute. Um, I've been traveling and uh, working, and haven't been to the club for a while. Mm-hmm. So what's what's new? Well, we have a. That's a good question. Scott, uh, we have uh, Haywood Banks this coming weekend. Haywood Banks? Yeah. From Bob and Tom. He, yeah. he does the Toast song. I think that's how most people know him. And uh, he's doing four shows with us. We usually only do three shows every weekend. Uh, Haywood. It's Haywood, so we're going to roll the red carpet out yeah. for him. He wanted, you know, he hit us up and we're like, of course, Haywood, whatever you want. You're, uh-huh. you're the guy. So... <laughs> We're doing four shows uh, on Friday. We're doing a show at seven and a show at nine fifteen, and then on Saturday we're doing two more shows at seven and nine fifteen. Also, uh, all of those shows are twenty five dollars, uh, except for the nine fifteen show on Friday. That's twenty dollars, mm-hmm. and uh, I think you know we just wanted to do a solid for uh, you folks out there that want to come out and see Haywood. You know, the late show on Friday. So if you go to thedropcomedyclub.com, you can get uh, tickets there. And uh, you can call us as well, uh, 574-222-2639. The website is probably, there's a click-through through through our website to get the tickets. Mm -hmm. And that's probably going to be your easiest you know, right. your best bet. That's, that's how I did it. So well, excellent. I'm, I'm going to the 915 show on Friday. That's going to be, that's uh, awesome. I didn't on purpose ch- pick the cheap mm-hmm. show, but that's the one. We well, that's okay. On, and I, I got the, I got five bucks off. For there you go. Days, yeah. So. And you're going to get, I'm sure at least a thousand dollars worth of comedy. That's my prediction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I mean, I've, anybody that, has been in the business knows who Haywood Banks is. Yes. He, he started back in the eighties. Yeah. And, uh, he's like 106 years old now. At least. Yeah. And still playing that toaster and mm-hmm. going crazy. I think he does stuff with, um, like an overhead projector. He, it's he very used, possible. He, he used to do, he, I mean, he, he does other stuff besides toast. And right. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's really kind of out there. Kinda, His Twitter account is great. I love yeah. That. He's really kind of emo Phillips like sometimes. Yeah. And, 
Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Because I think I saw him in the 90s. Yeah. You know, so it's been a long time since I've seen him. Yeah, uh, it'll be my first time seeing him. Uh, I remember, I think the first time I heard the Toast song, I was, you know, on a school bus. So it's been a long time. And uh, it's going to be fun. And for anybody who's listening who isn't familiar, you know, Google him. He, uh, like we were saying, he's a... He's a funny dude. He's been out a long time, and uh, he's totally clean. Mm-hmm. He doesn't curse. So if you want to, you know, if you want to bring your grandparents, uh, they will have a blast. Yeah, or your parents, or anybody, <laughs> any anybody who you want to bring to the comedy club that you feel like that they may be put off by the language or mm-hmm. or the subject matter. Uh, Haywood Banks is a it's a sure thing that y- you take them and they're going to have a good time. Um, I, actually, that reminds me of a story we recently had. Uh, these three ladies came in. They bought Groupons mm-hmm. for the club for tickets. Mm. And they came in a little late. But, uh, you know, sometimes people come in late for yeah. whatever reason. That's fine. I seat them. I took their tickets and sat them. And uh, they left six minutes later. Oh, wow. And as they were rushing out, one of the servers had asked, so what's, is there? Because she saw them come in and then they immediately left and uh-huh. they were uh, pastor's wives. Oh. And uh, the, whoever the, I don't remember who the comic was on stage or what they were talking about, but they just were not into it. So, yeah. Uh, with Haywood Banks this weekend, you're not going to have to worry about that. So. Right, right. Uh, highly recommend everyone come out. It's going to be, there are going to be some full shows, but uh, it's going to be. It's going to be great. I'm really excited yeah. about it. Yeah. I understand working clean because, as you know, I try to do that yeah. most of the time. And I'm still struggling with that because mm-hmm. my normal uh, my normal speaking um, contains lots of curse words. Sure, yeah. So, it's, it's weird. It's harder for me to work clean, but I think it's something i want i, I want to continue to try to do still yeah. still try to be funny and still and, and mm-hmm. be clean not not because i'm putting my nose up mm-hmm. on on anybody who uses language or talks yeah. about sex or anything like that yeah. i think that stuff's hilarious yeah. so it doesn't it doesn't even offend me a little bit for sure but, but you know I'm just trying to be different and it's, uh, it's, it's difficult, but it's, uh, it's definitely interesting. So the yeah. fact that Haywood's been doing it all this long, you know, that's, that's good. Yeah. I, I definitely feel like the, all of pretty much all of my favorite comedy that I can sort of think of off the top of my head, not, not a lot of it is filthy. It's just, I like the really silly yeah. stuff. Even when I first started stand up. I sort of most of the things that I wanted to talk about are things that would make my grandparents laugh Mm -hmm. if they would have been there for that or whatever, you know, just because, you know, everyone can laugh at things that are silly that don't have, you know, curse words in it. And most of the stuff I talk about on stage, I try not to be too obscene with it. Um, I feel like most of the time when I'm at the club and I'm using curse words, it's just sort of, because I get excited about whatever I'm talking about, right, and it's right. just kind of punctuating, you know, words or or bits or whatever, what have you. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. 
Uh, the feature is John Osborne. See, I've never seen him, so that's cool. Oh, no. Yeah, you're going to... Oh, yeah. boy. You're going to have a new favorite local comic. Yeah. I don't know who your f- current favorite local is, but uh, he is just... John is just... He's one of those guys, he's done uh, corporate gigs. He did a um, he did a gig for uh, Mayor Pete and a bunch of people mm-hmm. at um, Four Winds Field just recently. Yeah. And, uh, he can he can go clean or dirty and do he's just as funny either way and it's just like uh there was a weekend at the drop where he hosted featured and um headlined <laughs> as three different characters yeah. he he was hosting and he was kept talking about his son and mm-hmm. i thought about it and i kept thinking i don't he does he have a son i i've never heard uh-huh. And it ended up just being one of his characters, and it just—it <laughs> was bananas. Yeah. It was the funniest thing I'd ever. And uh, he recorded it, and uh, I don't know what he's. I bother him every time I see him. I'm like John, where's that footage? He goes, I don't know. I'm thinking about. I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. So that's not a good John Osborne impression. That's not what he sounds like. But that's what he sounded like in my head at the time. But, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever met yeah, him. He's a nut, and he was the first person I think that. Um, the people that work at the club that he was my only choice. I thought if we can't get him, I don't know what we're going to do. And, uh, he's, we're very fortunate that we get to have him come in for that show. Right. And uh, it's just, it's going to be nuts. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen just a ton of good shows at the drop. I mean, not just, not just Haywood, but I, you know, you get both. You get more established comedians like Haywood. You get good regional comedians, and you yeah. get, you get um, like Stuart Huff was one of the, yes. one of my favorite one of my favorite shows. And the funny thing was, is he was just trying out all new material, and yeah, it was just hilarious. You he's know? one of those dudes that can go up. Uh, I think the last time he was at our club, his record uh, "God Hates Anne" was about to just about to come yeah. out. Yeah, and so. And I wasn't, I wasn't there. I was in Bloomington, I think, but I, you know, I knew you and a bunch of other people that were there and, and everyone told me, Hey, he just put the sour out. So he didn't do any of that. Yeah. And he just got up there. Like, yeah. I guess I'm just going to try new stuff and just right. did great. Right. So. And he's one of those guys that once he puts the album out, that stuff's yeah. dead to him Yeah, because it's done and mm-hmm. he has to, he has to do new stuff and that's tough. So yeah. You know, I respect the fact that he got out there and, um, uh, my wife, I didn't know how she was taking it. And she said, that's one of the funniest shows I ever saw. That's excellent. That's great. And you gotta say, my wife. My wife. I love Doug Benson. (laughs) (laughs) Inside joke. I just, uh, I was just in a wedding. Uh, My friends, Cody and Justine just got married and- I was a little squirrely that day. Uh-huh. Also, we had been drinking before the wedding started. And so we're up there and we're taking pictures and Cody was waiting for me to say my wife and I wouldn't do it. Uh-huh. Like, no, you got to come to the club. It ain't free. <laughs> so are you still doing the uh, non-drinking while performing thing? Yeah, I I still don't drink uh, when I'm at the club. Yeah. Or really any of the, uh, just doing any kind of comedy. I'm trying to... I not to it's not to say that I wasn't taking it seriously before, mm-hmm. but I felt like that was sort of the next step for me is to just kind of, I'll still have some drinks 
when I'm not doing comedy, but when I am, I'm trying to get more focused in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when I'm hosting on the weekends, because there are times where I'll have the credits written for the next comic on my note index card. Mm-hmm. And even without drinking, I still, I get over panicked sometimes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm waiting for the comic that's on stage to, for their time to run out. And I'm pulling the card out of my pocket every minute. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Just looking it over again, making sure I say their name. Right. Right. I don't call them by another person's name or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, because I've never messed that kind of stuff up, but I just felt like that was just kind of the next step. And I just hit three years of comedy in September. Wow. In without drinking on stage, uh, I've said a couple of times on stage, it's like you do something every day and then all of a sudden you're doing it different. Like right. if you, you take a shower every day and then one day you're like, what if I wear rollerblades uh-huh. when I step into the shower? What yeah. would happen that, you know, it's sort of. Yeah. In a way, it's like that. So it's almost like starting over. So I've been rewriting a lot of my stuff because some of the things that I say on stage, if I'm saying it without uh, a couple drinks, I feel like it almost makes a difference. Right. And I didn't feel like it did at the time. Yeah. And now I kind of feel like, you know. Well, one of the last times, and I can't remember the joke. I was trying to remember it today. Um, I can't remember the joke. It wasn't, it wasn't. It, it was an offshoot of the bridesmaids and the penis-shaped coffin. Oh, right, It, yeah. it was something about that. And you had done the And you guys have to understand that when you're doing an open mic, you are trying to either bring out new material or yeah. you're trying to make the material better. that you have um, presentable and better. Yeah. And that that's what open mic is about to a real comedian Mm -hmm. um and a lot of folks don't understand that yeah and what you did is i think you changed three words in that and it went from funny to hilarious because and i wanted to tell you afterwards and something something happened i had to leave and i don't i don't remember exactly what it was but it was something that just totally clicked oh wow and and it, it it went it just it took it to another level and that was at the point when you had decided that you weren't going to drink when you perform you've oh, been wow. doing that for a little while and i i wish i wish i could remember what it was but i just remember i was just remembering oh yeah it was like it, it was very similar to the time and it's been a few months ago when um max tidy came up and he did totally different material from yeah. what he'd been doing and he just killed yeah and then the next week he came out with more new material and he killed again yeah he's he's really stepped up his game yeah and it's funny because um i i don't think people understand if they go to an open mic or if they go they go see a comic they don't understand how much work actual work has gone into it yeah and how much because as an even as an amateur the way the way i do i still everything i do in my life i take pretty seriously so i want to do it i want to do the best that i can that i can do for sure so i watch you guys and you guys are doing the same thing and you guys are holding down full-time jobs. Yep. You're um, 
you're working um you're um working on your on your comedy mm-hmm. you're you're doing you're doing shows for nothing yep. um you're hosting stuff at my bixby was just was just uh recording uh everything i said i don't know why hey bixby um <laughs> wait what happened <laughs> I, I just watched all this text go on. Bixby was like recording me. It was like um, putting my words in the text. What is Bixby? Is that like, it's, it's is that part like of Siri? Samsung. It's a Samsung thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And I never use it. So I, I thought maybe you had like a work buddy who like hacks yeah. in your phone every once in a while because he's a rascal. <laughs> Bixby, uh, that's get out of my that's phone. Bixby again. He, he works in logistics at work and yeah. he spies on me. <laughs> but that's the... the the work that goes into a, I don't think anybody sees the, when you go up and do five minutes on yeah. Tuesday night, the, that's actually work. And, yeah. and that is, and you're trying to get a paying gig and you're trying to work out, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 yeah. minutes, an hour. You're, you're, you're trying to get those worked out during that time. And I just sit back and watch you guys and, I am in awe, you know, you, you, Cliss, Hollinger, uh, Genesis, Mm -hmm. uh, Max, uh, Fowler, you know, all those, all, all you guys, I just sit back and I, I think, man, you guys, it's, it's, it goes back to the thing about bashing millennials that they don't have any work ethic. (laughs) So you guys are, you're working all day. You're, you're doing this stuff on the nights and weekends. So you're putting in, you know, a 70 hour week yeah, pretty much every week just to, um, pursue your dream. And I, I just think that's totally cool. Yeah. It's uh it's, it could definitely feel sometimes like a part-time job, mm. especially for those of us who work at the club. Yeah. And, uh, I, a friend of mine in high school, one of my best friends, he had two jobs. Uh, he worked at target and he worked at the hospital washing dishes. Mm. And I never understood. I would always tell him, how do you have two jobs? Why would you I still saw him all the time. He yeah. was a much better time manager than I would have been with two jobs, but yeah. I would just always, I would just bag on him all the time. Like, why, why do you have two jobs? You need to quit one of those two jobs. And now I have two jobs and one of them, it cost me money to work there. And yeah. it's just like, <laughs> it's bananas, you know, but, uh, I wouldn't do anything else with my time. I don't think, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, ha- having it as a passion and, you know, I always, consider comedy to be it's uh it's a royal pain in the ass it Um, definitely can be for sure and yet it's kind of addictive too oh for sure that you 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 want to get up there if you have one good night man you want to recreate that yes and and you want to recreate it with different stuff and and you want to find out you know who you are as a comic and stuff like that and it's just uh, I totally, I totally respect the people that do it because for it's, sure, it, it's not. If anybody thinks it's easy, and if anybody thinks it's not art, um, think about how much time people put into a song, and how much yeah. people put time people put into a painting and stuff yeah. like that. It's just, it's the same thing. I mean, yeah. you're writing stuff down, you're saying it, you're rewriting it, you're re- you're redoing it. it it's it's really uh it's really an art form and uh, you know making m- making people laugh is obviously important yeah these days yeah for sure uh, but it's just um 
you know, I, I appreciate what everybody's doing. Uh, just because a little bit that I do is, yeah. it, it, I think about it all the time. Yeah, for and, sure. And, and I'm always thinking, oh man, I could work that. In. And the funny thing is, is when people, when you tell people you're, you're, uh, a comic or stuff like that, they're always trying to give you material and yeah. they're, you should do this. You should do this. No, it's no. always, <laughs> it's always, you should talk about this. Or, yeah. Do you have any jokes about this? Mm. You don't. Well, you should. Or it's, uh, hey, you should say this. And I'm like, it's always the worst. Yeah. Or, okay, we'll do some jokes right now. You know, and it's always, I got that a couple times. I used to have this warehouse job. Mm -hmm. And uh, this guy said, oh, so-and-so told me you're a comic. Yeah. Tell me a joke. And I just told him a one-liner. I didn't really want to do it. I was tired. Yeah. It was a one-liner. I wish I could remember which one it was, but it was something I really liked at the time. And I told him, and he just straight faced. He goes, "Oh, well, I guess I had to be there." It's just yeah. like, why did you ask? Me, why did you ask me? And why did I agree to do yeah. that? Because yeah. I knew that that was going to happen. Yeah, my new comeback is if somebody tells me, um, uh, "Tell me a joke." Is uh, well, how much do you pay? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, yeah, I'm like, well, it's twenty dollars. Yeah. For the first joke, and it's ten for all the other ones. Yeah, yeah. You know, give them a little bit of a discount after the yeah, first I, one. I get that at work a lot because my first my first set was my first well my first set was at work. Yeah, um, they bugged me to do the company party, and I did that. And oh, that's right. How much time did you do that? I I did uh, forty five minutes. Holy and, cow! And then I did forty five minutes the next year, and. It's really a lot easier at work because you spend most of your time just doing crowd work and right, yeah. roasting the people you work yeah. with. So it's it's easier, but still scary as hell. Um, For and, sure. You know, at my place, you don't want to offend people. Yeah, um, it's a fine line, really. Yeah, so you got you got to be careful there. I mean, I know there's a couple people that I work with that can't be offended. They're like me, and yeah. it wouldn't. You know, it, they would love it, and yeah. I know some people wouldn't get it. But my uh, my boss, the guy that owns the company, his wife came to see me at um, Ignition Music okay. when they did that comedy showcase yeah. thing, and uh, I got rave reviews from them. That was like yeah. my best nice. show ever. That's that's the one that makes me want to keep coming back for because, sure. Yeah, everything everything clicked. Yeah, and then I did another one at the uh, art house in Goshen, and totally forgot one of my jokes i mean i just forgot to do it and i didn't bring i didn't bring my my stuff up with me i didn't have any note cards or anything like that and totally forgot and my uh wife said i did a good job and uh, i said you know i totally lost a joke right because i had i had done it for her a couple times before yeah. it went up and she said yeah it was still good it was still good but i i think i had 20 minutes and i did maybe 14. Oh, you know? wow. So, you know, it, I just wasn't as prepared and I wasn't, uh, wasn't as good because of it. So I've, I've experienced, I've experienced the good stuff and the bad stuff. Yeah. I've definitely had a couple sets where as soon as I get off stage, I realize, Oh, I got nervous and I sped this part up and yep. just completely cut the end off oh, of yeah. this joke or that one. Yeah. Well, there's been a couple times at the drop where I totally, I totally missed a punchline. I was yeah. like, oh, "Holy shit! How can I do that?" Yeah. But 
when you're up there and you're, you're sometimes it's just you're just hot and you're just going and it's like and sometimes you're thinking about work and you're thinking yeah. about uh i gotta get gas on the way home right and it's <laughs> like oh i think i left the i don't think i turned the front light on before we left you know that kind of stuff so yeah. Yeah, that uh that definitely happens for sure i was um I was a little disappointed in uh, you guys at the drop because okay. uh, I've been pushing for Bob Zaney to play South Bend for quite a while, and I put. Did on I my know Facebook, that? I don't know if I knew that. Okay, uh, I think Cliss probably knows it. Um, Not that I'm in charge, but I can let the yeah, people know. But uh, we need to get him back because I put on my Facebook page, bring Bob Zaney back to South Bend. Sure. Okay. And it was a picture I had taken with him at laugh comedy club. Oh, I, I remember that. 2011, I think. And, um, the next day for some reason, five star dive bars feed, uh, they're in Elkhart. They right. pop up in my feed and Bob Zaney's coming next Thursday. No kidding. So Thursday, last Thursday, he was at Five Star. Did Dive you go Bar. see him? Yeah. Oh, cool. Right on. <laughs> if Bob Zaney's within, well, yeah, an hour away, I'm for sure. See him. And he, I mean, he is like the consummate old school yeah. comic. He's really does, quick. Yeah, and does a lot of crowd work and stuff yeah. like that. And he had. Just like pretty much every time I've seen him, he had a really shitty crowd. Mm -hmm. um, and there was a girl that was yelling stuff at him and, and thinking that she was helping, of yeah. course. And he ended up uh, he ended up getting her to leave. Okay. Um, and people were going, oh, and he's like, no, no, it's okay. She already paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I already have her money. It's fine. <laughs> She's but already was, taken care of. Yeah, he was on fire. I think he was a little uh, pissed off because I think there was maybe 30 people in there. And oh, wow. it was all RV people um, okay. because it's all cars. So it was RV mm -hmm. salespeople, RV transport people, cargo salespeople. And they might have like all that. had their work shirts on. Or yeah. Something. So, yeah. so he, was, uh, he was definitely playing on that. But it was a good show. Um, so the next special engagement you get should be Bob Zaney because I okay. think, I, I think if you guys did it, you could get a draw because they did not, I think so, yeah. they did not promote it at all. Yeah. Cause I, uh, I am pretty sure I'm a fan of their pay, the five-star page on Facebook and I didn't see anything. I about saw it that. by accident. Yeah. I mean, for some reason it came up and you know yeah. how Facebook works. If you don't look at their stuff. Uh, for more than a second. Yeah, it's so strange. Never see it. So for yeah. some reason, the first post I've seen in like a year was that one. Mm -hmm. And and Five Star is a cool place. I mean, it's, yeah, I I went know, and saw some bands there. there yeah. yeah, and and it's a it's a good place. They've got good drinks. They've uh, it's a good space and stuff yeah. like that. Um, they had Jason Sapin and. Um, He's the oh, uh, Blamo uh, guy, right? Yeah, and Brendan yeah. Brendan Christ doing dueling pianos okay. before Bob came up, and uh, so it, you know it was it was really a good thing. They just nice. needed more people there. Yeah, I saw a show. I saw uh, Red Hot Voodoo there uh -huh. uh, some years ago now, and it was packed. Yeah, it was a pretty full place. Um, yeah, I like that place, man. I wish I would have known about that Zany show. I probably would have went to that. I saw him at the. Funny Bone, when it was over in Scottsdale Mall. I was at that show, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Had we talked about that? Maybe we did. talk. There was a drunk guy in the back. Yeah. And he kept yelling yeah. uh, at Bob Zaney. Yeah. And he's like, pimp. Hey, pimp. Yeah. And 
Zania's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And they nearly threw him out. And I think at the last second, Zania was like, nah, just leave him whenever. And he yeah. eventually calmed down. Yeah. Uh, I saw Bob Zaney there and I saw Tommy Chong there. Uh-huh. Those were the only two shows I saw there, but they were both pretty good. I saw a bunch there. One of the worst ones I saw was uh, Bob Goldthwaite. Oh, and, really? And I think he was... Was he still doing his uh, character at the time? No, he, he just very, I mean, for maybe five seconds, uh-huh. he, he pulled it out and he was doing all new material. And I think this is when he was just getting into like directing and, uh, okay. and stuff like that. And... um. I, he was totally phoning it in. Okay. I mean, it, he just, it was, I, it was like the first stop of one of my friends, um, uh, his, uh, bachelor party. Okay. And, uh, it just, I mean, oh, I wouldn't even call it okay. Yeah. And, but yeah, I've seen some good shows there. My brother saw, um, Lewis Black played there. Oh, wow. Um, and Janine Garofalo played, no kidding. played there. He saw both of them. And, uh, I really missed out. I, I, the only time I can think of Lewis Black being in South Bend, he was at the Morris. Yeah. And I was at that show too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That I got to take my son to that one. That was cool. Nice. Took him to see Tosh. I'm kind of over Tosh now, but yeah, at the time, I kind it was of pretty good. Yeah. A friend of mine, he had a hookup on tickets or something. So we ended up going and getting really good seats. Yeah. And, uh, I enjoyed it. I think if he hadn't, uh, offered to get early tickets, I probably wouldn't have went, but yeah, it was cool. It was a, it was a good show. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he, once again, he's a good comic. Yeah. It's just, you gotta be, it's like, you know, you have Dane, to be in the mood for it's it. It's like Dane Cook or something like that. You gotta, yeah. you gotta wanna, you gotta wanna see that type of comedy. And yeah, I, uh, also I, the, I saw George Carlin at the Morris. Oh wow! Like I think three times. Wow! Because I, I, I got, got it. I got into him when I was in middle school. Yeah. So like early nineties, mm-hmm. and so I think if I remember correctly, I saw him in ninety three, ninety five, and two thousand three. I think it was the last time mm-hmm. I saw him, and uh, it uh, it was great. He at some points he would fall back on his older material, and I was such a big fan that uh, I had. Almost all of his stuff, most mostly on cassettes, mm-hmm. and I would just listen to them all the time. So he would slip into an old bit, and I right away I would know. But yeah, you know, you see that kind of stuff live, and he's making faces and stuff. It's completely different, right? Oh yeah, it was a so. Uh, it was really seeing any other comic at the Morris. It kind of, I kind of, I feel a little bored sometimes. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> there's still good shows for yeah. sure. When you. Uh- when you think about what got you in the comedy, you know, what was there any moment or any comic that you saw that really said, okay, I want to do this? Uh, I am originally from Mishawaka, born and raised, uh-huh. but I, I've lived in Portland twice. And the second time I was out there was, uh, I lived out there for about a year and then I came home and then immediately started going to the drop open mics Mm because one of my best friends would go there and just watch. And so while I was in Portland, I went to Bridgetown comedy festival. I had never been to a comedy festival before. And there was a comic there from Chicago that I had just met in passing really quick. Mm. And we followed each other on social media or something. And so I, 
ran into him there and we we're talking a little bit and I just ended up hanging out with him and a bunch of other comics mm -hmm. and they just sort of, they were all super cool and they just sort of treated me like a comic. Yeah. And I think mostly because they didn't know that I wasn't a comic. Mm -hmm. I just sort of, I was like a stowaway almost because at one point one of them asked me, how long have you been doing comedy? And I said, I'm not a comic. And he looked around to everyone else at the table like, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he was super cool about it, and uh, and he said, well, you should give it a shot. And so that's when I went home and decided uh, I was going to give it a shot. Yeah. And uh, that was Baron Vaughn, who is now, he's the voice of Tom Servo on Mr. Science Theater. So oh, cool. He uh, When he asked me, how long have you been a comic? I was like, oh. You know, I got to give this a shot. Yeah. I'm hanging out with all these comics and they think I'm one of them. And then, yeah, oh, I'm just a guy who, <laughs> you know, along for the ride while you guys, you know, drink beers and eat burgers. Yeah. And, uh, but it was a, it was a great weekend and I, it was sort of like a, you know, like a religious experience or something yeah. almost for me, you know, it was just yeah. like, wow, this is the most fun ever. Right. And that sort of, uh, that was really sort of like the straw really. Mm. Uh, but I had been obsessed with, you know, George Carlin albums, that kind of thing since I was a kid. Right. But that was sort of what sealed the deal for me really. Yeah. So what was your first few sets like? They were okay. Uh, they were at the drop. So yeah. the crowds there, you know, for especially new comics, pretty supportive. Mm. So my first set was pretty good. Uh, Zach gave me the light at four minutes mm -hmm. and, I immediately forgot the rest of the bit I was doing. <laughs> then I went to my last bit and uh it was fine. I it was uh it was like a natural high, you know, everyone's yeah, clapping. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh wow. And I got off stage and I had texted a friend of mine who does stand up in Bloomington mm. and I said, uh, I killed. Mm -hmm. And he goes, You can't don't say that. You, you don't get to say that about your own set. Don't ever don't ever say that again. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, you're, you're right. And, uh, which was funny, you know, cause he, he's somebody who I knew would, you know, tell me straight off, like, you no, don't right. tell people that you killed because especially at first, nobody kills their first time or whatever. But, uh. um, my second set was okay. Um, Zach was hosting all of Zach Boyce, by the way, mm -hmm. look him up. Uh, listeners, uh, he was hosting all of the open mics at the time. Mm -hmm. And so he was just kind of, he was kind of squirrely that night. And he said something on stage. I don't remember what it was. And then I just, but it was just kind of weird. It wasn't like offensive, but it was just kind of strange mm -hmm. in the left field. So then I went up there and I tried to say something equally just as strange and whatever. And I didn't hear anybody laughing. Yeah. And so it stayed with me the the rest of my five yeah. minutes. And uh, a friend of mine took cell phone video of the set and he goes, I'll send you the video. And I was like, I don't want to see it because <laughs> I would just had in my head that nobody was laughing. And I yeah. thought that the set was trash. I don't want, I don't want that. Right. And uh, he finally let me, he, I finally let him play it for me a few weeks later and it was just okay. But, there were laughs when I didn't think there were going to be any, uh, but but by that point I was just focused on the next set. Yeah. 
And uh, I, when I first started, and I see this a lot with some of the newer people, where they want to do a different set every time. Yeah. And, you know. That was me. Yeah. yeah. And so I fell into that trap right off the bat because yeah. nobody was really telling me not to. Mm. At the same time, I wasn't really telling anybody that that was my plan. Yeah. So the first time I did an open mic in Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, with some of the guys from the club, I was still doing this dumb thing where I was going to do new material every single yeah. time. And so I just wrote a set in the car on the way there. And I didn't really feel one way or the other about any of the stuff I was going to talk about. Yeah. And I just went up there and just ate it. Like I did really oh, yeah. bad. Yeah. And, uh, one of the guys who was there, I, I we're good buddies now, but at the time I didn't really know him that well. And he came up to me after the show and he's like, Hey, good set. And I didn't really believe it, but it made me feel a little bit better. Uh-huh. And so, uh, soon after that, I decided I can, I can repeat some stuff. I can work on some things. Yeah. And, uh, but that's, that's what it took for me to sort of learn my lesson. Yeah. And sometimes you're not going to learn that lesson until that happens. Uh, most people, they sort of figure it out quickly. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. you know, but that yeah, happens. and I'm still figuring it out because, uh, I, I, I'll never forget. It was, uh, it was this summer and, I had all new stuff. Yeah. And when I got there, there was like four people there. Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, this is good. You know, it's just going to be the comics and I'll just get through this and then start figuring out timing and stuff like that. Yeah. And then people started coming in and coming in and, co- and it was a, like a standing room only yeah. show. And I'm like, well, shit, I was talking to Patrick. I, I, I said, I've got all this new shit that I'm going to do. Yeah. And it's a full crowd. What do I do? And he's, he's like, you know, you should probably do the stuff that works. And I said, well, you know what? I'm committed to this new stuff, so I'm okay. going to do it. And I went up, and I just died. I yeah. mean, it was just, it, it was like. I've been there. You, you could you could hear, you, you could hear the ice melting in the drinks. Yeah. It was not good. <laughs> I, uh. I, I've definitely had a couple sets where it's so quiet in there and you can mm. just you can just hear like the Yeah <laughs> of the drinks and it's just like, oh no. And it's you know, it'll be so quiet and you'll just hear that yeah from the back of the room and yeah. it's like, oh god, I'm just dying up here. Yeah. Why, why did I do this? Yeah. The good part is is after you've been doing it, you know, I've been doing it for a little over a year. Yeah. After you've been doing it, you do get that callus and mm-hmm. it just it, it's like, okay, well, that was stupid. Yeah. You know, I, I did a dumbass thing and then you just come back and do it again and try to do it right. And it doesn't, it doesn't like keep you up at night. Uh, yeah, I don't lose sleep. It was like, it was like, Oh no, either I had a really good set and, uh, I can't sleep because I'm so excited. Yeah. I had a really bad set and I'm just like, Oh no. Yeah. I, I should never even try to do this. I, uh, yeah, I, I'm fine with bad sets. Uh, it took a few of them. And then after a while having a bad set was almost liberating. It's just like, yeah. Wow. That was bad. But the next one is going to be better. Yeah. Yeah. But there still are times where I'll go up in front of a crowd that doesn't, hasn't laughed at anyone. Right. And then they don't laugh at me. Yeah. And I know it's coming, right. but I'm still bummed out about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still kind of working on that, but other than that, it's just, uh, 
you know, it's the and even there are times where I'll get up on Monday where open mic is Tuesday and I wake up Monday morning and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm not going up tomorrow. Yeah. Why? I, this is dumb. Why would I want to do that? Yeah. But then Tuesday rolls around eight o'clock and yeah. you know, I'm jazzed about it again. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. And it's funny how different stuff works with different crowds because you, you can, uh, and you, n- you, you never can, can a, tell yeah, sometimes. You, yeah. You can do a bit that just totally kills one night and then the next night it just falls flat. Yeah. Just depending. Uh, we just, uh, had an open mic at a uh, chicory. Mm-hmm. Which is every first? Is it first Thursday? Or, first, yeah, first, first Thursday. Thursday of every month. Yeah, and um, that's in uh, downtown South Bend. For anybody that doesn't know, I have, I don't have the address, but it's just down the street from Chocolate Cafe and where the uh, uh, College Football Hall of Fame used to be. Yeah, it's, it's down just the street south. from the Big Gorilla. Yes. Yeah, right by the Gorilla. So uh, we had one of those open mics the other night, and uh, not a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. I think there were four people on the list, including Mark Stuck, who was hosting. Yeah. And uh, uh, Mike Hollinger had a bit, and some guy who was listening the entire time, watching, immediately came up and started talking to him about it, and was uh, very... He I don't, he was not happy. He yeah. was upset. And we left, we left, we rode together, we left soon after that, and just was really <laughs> uncomfortable. But, and I mean, you'll have that sometimes, but... You know, that's just sort of like a, it's a risk. I feel like even, even if it's the most, um, you know, material that you would just assume, Mm. well, no one would have a problem with this. Right. But, you know, just depending, it just depends on who's there. So, uh, that's not so much a risk as, as, um, as a, maybe a bad crowd is or something like that. But I've seen that happen as well. And, uh, I've, I've actually never had that happen to me yet. Mm-hmm. But I've sort of had the opposite. I did a set at the drop. I think it was a guest set. And I went out into the bar to get a drink. And there was a drunk guy at the bar waiting to get a beer. And he looked over at me and he goes, you need to be more offensive on stage. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> so no one's ever told me I'm offended by what you said. Yeah. One guy did tell me that I should kind of jazz it up when it comes you're, to the cursing not, or whatever. You're not offensive enough. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's a hard bar to, to yeah. attain, it's man. Like, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to say, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Jason, I work yeah. at Mapletronics Computers. Do you? You know that? I've, I've heard it's a good place to go. Yeah. You've probably know, you probably knew that when you pulled in the drive and saw my uh, car with Mapletronics. I did. Over. So Mapletronics has a new Facebook page called Mapletronics at Home. Nice. And this is geared mostly towards uh, the basic computer user, the home user. That sounds like me. Yeah. And uh, the neat thing about it is they put out a lot of good information, how to keep yourself secure, how to protect yourself against stuff like ransomware and viruses and all that kind of stuff. But the other thing that they're doing is on that Mapletronics at home Facebook page, uh, they put their training schedule up. And one of the trainings they're doing is on Windows 10. And a lot of people have Windows 10 now, but they don't know exactly where everything is. And they're just kind of working around 
uh, getting to where they used to go on Windows 7. Right, I bet. And this class is geared towards helping you find out where everything is, customize Windows 10, uh, the homepage the way you want it, um, how to find all your stuff and all that. So if you go to the Mapletronics at Home uh Facebook page, their class schedules up and the Windows 10 class is only 25 bucks. Um, they also do corporate classes and they do individual classes. If you would like to learn more on how to use Excel, Word, Outlook, uh, Access, all those, all those programs that are necessary in the business world, they put that schedule out and they do, um, group classes usually once a month. Um, and, uh, by following that page, I can guarantee you're not going to get spammed with a bunch of, uh, junk. Um, all the stuff they put out is good. They also put out, uh, we do inside service, which means you can bring your computer in and we'll clean it up and work on it. Um, we'll fix hardware problems and stuff like that. They put specials out for that. They've got all kinds of good stuff happening in November and December. So if you go to Facebook, just type in Mapletronics at home and like that page and you will know everything that's going on about computers. And that doesn't have anything to do with me because I'm in the corporate world. But uh, I, I want people <laughs> to I want people to take advantage of the cool stuff that Mapletronics at home is doing. You know what else? What's that? I am personal friends with the gentleman who started Vala Marketing. I've heard of them. Yeah, his name's Grant Milky, and Vala Marketing is a company. Okay, say you have a business, a local business, and you have a great product, and you want to get the word out, but you can't afford a marketing department. You don't know how to market, but you want to get the word out. So what Vala Marketing does is they pretty much wrap their arms around your business and take care of all now that goes into your web page. First of all, they'll build you a fantastic web page that is um, uh, very easy to navigate. Also, mobile friendly. Every web page they make, if you pull it up on your phone, you're going to have a nice mobile menu to get to wherever you want to go. Um, they will work on your social media. So if you want to have a strong Facebook presence, Twitter presence, Instagram presence, all that kind of stuff, they just take care of it for you and they make it interactive so that you're not just posting sales all the time. Right. They're posting posting things that are actually meaningful to the people who follow your page. Mm -hmm. um, so they do that. And they also have a world-class video department mm -hmm. that uh, can produce videos for your for your business um, that you can post on your Facebook page, your Twitter page, and, and on your uh, web page. Nice. So they do the whole shooting match, yeah. and for a fraction of the cost it would uh, take to uh, hire a marketing manager or one of those high-priced marketing firms. Yeah. So if you're interested in getting your business out there, getting the public to understand what your business is all about and selling more of your stuff, Go to Vala Marketing. You can find them on the web, V-A-L-A -A Marketing. Just type it in Google. It'll be one of the first ones that come up. Follow them on Facebook because you can see the cool stuff that they do. Or just give them a call at 574-606-6696, and they will give you like a free consultation. They'll take a look at what you do and what you currently have. Maybe you have a Facebook page. Maybe you have a website. They'll take a look at what you have and tell you what they can do with it. 
wonderful, wonderful company. Um, the nice thing is, is uh, Grant used to be a co-worker of mine. Okay. And um, he has, it started out with him, um, then it was him and his wife. And I think he's probably got seven or eight people working for him now, um, all geniuses uh, and all uh, very good at the field that they're in. They, he's got videographers. He's got graphic design people. Hmm. He's got web design people. So he's uh, he's done a great job, and he does an excellent job for uh, everybody he works for. Um, the I, I won't tell you all of his accounts, but the last account he just got was Potawatomi Zoo. Oh, cool. Um, so... You know, he can take on the the bigger accounts. Vala can take care of anybody that, that needs a strong marketing presence. Um, and I, I thought it was cool that he did uh, Potawatomi because my dad proposed to my mom at Potawatomi Park. Not no in kidding. the zoo, but park so i that's cool yeah i thought that was uh i thought that was pretty neat so vala marketing and mapletronics are my two main sponsors uh make sure to check out mapletronics at home and definitely check out vala marketing and this is my first try at inserting the ad copy into the podcast you nailed it <laughs> i can tell you worked uh, hard on I, remembering some of that i stuff. really didn't <laughs> Okay, well, you can... I've said it so many times, I think okay, it's just ingrained yeah. in my brain. <laughs> uh, I wonder if they'll have any uh, video of those prairie dogs. That's my favorite part of that zoo. Yeah, well, hopefully. Um, I know that I know that they're uh, they're shooting stuff right now for them, so okay. it should uh, it should it should uh, show up. But yeah, my, I've always loved Potawatomi Zoo, and of course, I haven't been there since the kids were little. But you know how that goes. Well, you need to go back sometime. Yeah. They just had a Zubu. You could have went to Zubu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zubru would be okay for me, but uh, uh, I think they might have done a Zubru. At yeah, some they point. did. They did about a month ago. Yeah, those those animals though, they can't hold their beer very well, so they don't. Yeah. So speaking of you know talking about brew, um, I went to a brew fest this weekend in Kalamazoo. It was a Kalamazoo brew fest, and they had it at Wings uh, Center where they had the hockey. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and I've been to a lot of uh, brew fests, and that was um, head and shoulders above all of them. Okay. Um, they had a band. They had food trucks. They had um, the the vendors actually talk to you. Nice. Yeah, I went to the one in South Bend this year, and actually, um, Patrick was there too. Okay, and I thought it was okay. Um, mm -hmm. It just, it was just kind of a cattle cattle line, and you go sure and get your beer. Nobody really wants to talk to you. This one, you know, I had decent conversations nice. with a lot of people. Um, they had different vendors there. They had this lady that I, I want to get on the podcast. She makes. Um, beer soap um and no kidding uh she's got an ipa one that wow. smells really good and she's got uh, a bourbon barrel aged and just all kinds of, i mean i think she's got like 30 different scents and stuff like that That's cool and i started using natural soap like a little over a year ago because okay. uh i was buying the stuff at meyer and it was drying yeah. me out and i started using natural soap and i get a lot of my stuff from eve of eden but okay. um which is local um but the um 
uh, soap that she had was really cool too. And I didn't, I didn't get to talk to her as much as I wanted to, but it, it's just, it was just really neat how they put that together. Cause they had all the Michigan breweries in one area. Then they had like national breweries and they had like people from Alaska, um, people from Nebraska, wow. just all, all different kinds of stuff. And, uh, it was, it was, I think it was 45 bucks to get in for the general admission and you got 15 tokens wow. and one token equals one beer. So by like five 30, I was sure. In the bag. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fortunately we stayed the night and we, yeah. we went to the, we had got a hotel room and I rested up a little bit sure. and rallied and went out to eat and drank some more and there you go. everything, everything was good, but a little nap. And then you go get yeah. a, you know, burger or something and then yeah. you just get right back on the horse. Yeah. The, uh, the brew fest was excellent. Yeah. And I had a cucumber IPA. How was that? that? The, it was my favorite of the whole. No kidding. Thing. And I drank a lot of mead too. There was a lot okay. of meaderies and, um, I drank a lot of mead. There was a mango, uh, mango ha habanero, mead wow. um, that was very reminiscent of a mango jalapeno uh, margarita that I had in Mexico. Wow. So that was really good. But this cucumber IPA, it's by Roke, R-O-A-K. Okay. Um, they're not even bottling it yet. Okay. Um, so I, I was like, where can I get this? And they're like, well, nowhere. <laughs> here. You, <laughs> you can, can get, get it here, here and that's it. You can get it at our brew pub and there's a yeah. couple of restaurants, I think, in Sagatech that have it. Okay. And But they said, we're working on it. And yeah. it was... Uh, I've had flavored, different flavored IPAs. Like I had a watermelon. I had a IPA watermelon once. It was okay. It was all right. Right. And it, but the watermelon um, tastes a little artificial. Um, yeah. The one I had, it was, uh, it tasted okay, but the, the watermelon was really, really faint. Yeah. Did you yeah. have it at LaSalle? No, I actually had it in Portland. Okay. At, well, a, at a place near my old house, but it was in a can. Yeah. I got yeah. mine at Club LaSalle and it was it was on tap and I I liked it but it was like a one glass type thing whereas yeah. the cucumber stuff it was like I could drink this all day in the summer. Yeah. Cuz I like I like cucumber water mm -hmm. and and this was just cucumber beer on a porch better. when you're yeah. on a rocking chair and yeah. chewing on a piece of straw. <laughs> you you you're got referencing a, my age. Got old you? hound dog <laughs> next to you and his tail's whipping back and forth, and Chewing you're just tobacco. you're just barely missing like his <laughs> tail with the chair. Oh man! So South Bend, what else? What else can people do in South Bend besides go to Chili's and Applebee's and all that kind of stuff? And and the drop, of course, go to the drop. Sure. But what what's going on in South Bend these well, days? Well, that is a good question. I actually came up with a, a short list. Of uh, some things to do in uh, in the local area here. Uh, well, and and some of you listeners may know some of these, and they may be uh, obvious choices for you. But I think someone will get something out of this list, and I think uh, these places are worth mentioning. Like uh, Fiddler's Hearth. Have you been to Fiddler's Hearth? It's been a long time. Yeah. I've always had lunches there. I've never been there for dinner. The uh, the fish and chips. Is a is a no brainer. It's really good. Mm. The I used to get the steak salad a lot. Steak salad's mm. really good, and they have scotch eggs. I had never had scotch eggs before. I had them at Fiddler's, mm. and they're I've never awesome. Had them. They're really good. Yeah, and I think you can order two of them at a time if you want. So 
Uh, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'll be so good that you'll want to eat the second one. Or you'll have at least one friend with you who's yeah. more than willing to take the other one <laughs> off your hands. Um, they have all kinds of, quite a selection of whiskeys, if you like to sip whiskeys, mm-hmm. which I do from time to time, like I am right now with this uh, South Bend rye whiskey yes. from 18 Vodka. Which is wonderful. It's really good. It's really smooth. And, I really uh, kind of chugged mine. I only have like a sip left. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's really good. And uh, I don't usually sip whiskey, but this is... This is banging stuff. Oh, I really yeah. like it. Yeah. Mm. Excuse me. So they have that also. Uh, they have live music from Monday to Wednesday mm. every week. Uh, they have music on some of the other days, but that's sort of always changing. It's always somebody else. But right. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you can be sure that there's uh, going to be music. And uh, I, I believe it's uh, Tuesday night. It's. Um, Old-timey music night. I think that's what they call it. it? I know old-timey is in the title. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really nice. It's like folksy yeah, you know, stuff. You're not going to go in there and get blasted with really loud mm-hmm. you know, music. It's a nice, it's a nice uh, scene they got in there. And uh, lots of beers as well. Yeah. A lot of really good food. The veggie burger there is cheaper than the regular burger, mm-hmm. which I've never seen anywhere else. Yeah. And it's handmade there. It's not like frozen. It's mm-hmm. not something they bought at Gordon's right. or whatever. Yeah. And uh, it's a family place and uh, there's no cursing. Oh. They will, they will wave, wave a finger at you if you're cursing. Oh. And uh, they, I mean, at some point they will, they'll probably ask you to leave if you, you yeah. know, more than a few times, but uh and so that I think that's something that really always uh, the veggie burger and that you can't curse in there. That, those yeah. are two things that always former stuck out. Uh, former podcast guest Jake Borowski plays there quite a bit. Oh, nice! He's a part of Starheart. Oh, okay, cool. And yeah, his sister Jess, uh, our Starheart, but he's uh, I know he plays there quite a bit. Excellent. Um, also, well, I already mentioned the chicory. Uh, the chicory is. Uh, Good place as well. They got that open mic first Thursdays. They have a lot of special drinks, and uh, it's a whole like a uh, New Orleans kind of vibe in there. Right. So their jambalaya have, is to die for. It's really good. They also have a lot of different kinds of grilled cheeses. Mm-hmm. I'm a big cheese fan, and uh, the Cubano is really good. Mm-hmm. I've had that too. That's um, good. One that I think a lot of people don't know about is J.W. Chen's. It's a it's a restaurant. It's a Chinese restaurant. Uh, it's near Notre Dame campus. Okay, it's on South Bend Avenue. Uh, let's see. I think I wrote down one eight three five South Bend Avenue. Uh, and you may not remember that, but it is. It's right by uh, Tap House okay. on the edge. Yeah, which is a lot of people know what that is. Yeah, it's in that same little plaza, and um, the owner there, Gene is at J.W. Chen's pretty much every time I've gone in there. And it's really nice. It's it's a smaller place, but you can go there with a big group. Mm-hmm. And uh, if she's taking your order, you can tell her what you like, and she'll just make you something. Oh, cool. Which is awesome. Uh-huh. She uh, And everybody I, I know that goes there loves it. Mm-hmm. And so do I. Um, uh, one place, and, and you just had uh, Colton, Cole on the, webs- on the uh, website, yeah. on the podcast. Right. And... Uh, it made me think about Jack's in Lakeville. Oh yeah, which is one of my absolute favorite places. Yeah, um, I have to recommend them as well. 
even though it's I not haven't South been Bend. there in so long. I need to go back. It's uh, that's where I grew up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't grow up there, but I did uh, learn. I, I had they have brat burgers there, mm-hmm. my absolute favorite. And so, a lot of times, if I'm able to go hiking at Potato Creek State Park, mm-hmm. which is another recommendation, yeah, uh, I go to Jack's every single time after that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, actually, there was one time me and a friend of mine went. It was was it Christmas Eve? It was the twenty third or the twenty fourth of December, uh-huh. and Potato Creek was open. Jack's was not, and we were crushed. Uh-huh. <laughs> we ended up going and eating at Peddler's Pub, which is on the south side of South Bend. Oh yeah, which is cool. But I haven't been there forever either. Uh, they had they just had frozen pizzas that day to yeah. eat, like Jack's frozen pizzas, <laughs> and I was like, well. This is, you know, whatever. We yeah. Take what we can get. <laughs> but uh, Jax is just wonderful. And uh, everyone that works there is really cool. It's yeah. just like a mom and pop kind of bar. Right. And uh, they left. There was one year they left their uh, Halloween decorations up well into December, which yeah. I thought was really funny. So <laughs> I I dig that place. It's pretty great. Uh, Polito's is another one that I really like. We eat at Polito's a lot. Yes. Yeah. You get that pizza by the slice. Yep. And uh, I, living in Portland for the few years that I did, everywhere you can get pizza by the slice. Yeah. But here, not so much. You're right. So like something like a Bruno's, you can get a slice of pizza up until maybe 4 p.m. Mm. if you're lucky. Yeah. Uh, but at Polito's, not only can you get your pizza by the slice, you can pick what's on it. Yeah. And they just cook it up for you right there. And uh, it's just great. They and have full like, pizzas. Yeah, it's as like well. eight bucks for two people. Yeah, I mean it's. Mm-hmm. I mean it's really inexpensive. We've been eating at Polito's since the kids were little, mm-hmm. and it was in the other location. But yeah, my wife and I usually once a week we'll go to Polito's and get. Oh, a slice. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, do you get the vodka sauce? I I get the vodka sauce only on pasta. Yeah. Um, if I decide to get a pasta dish, but I I don't get it like to dip my breadstick in or anything. Yeah. A lot of my friends, they're baddie for that stuff. And I just, I tried it. Well, I tried it a couple of times and it really upsets my stomach for some reason. I think it's just cause I'm a hundred years old, but, uh, (laughs) it's just, it's the best place to get like a couple slices. I'm a lot closer to a hundred than you are. Well, maybe by a few (laughs) years, they used to have, uh, beer specials there and they don't really anymore. Yeah. But, uh, I used to go in. I used to go in there with a couple of my friends. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put them on blast on the podcast. But I uh-huh. feel like we might have had something to do with the <laughs> fact that you can't, you can, you can no longer go in there and get, you know, a two dollar, you know, thing of beer or whatever right. anymore on certain days. Yeah. But uh, the food is still just as great as it's always been. Yeah, so. yeah, it's always, it, and it's that's a good the place. important part is food. Yeah. Um. The uh, the last food sort of place I have on my list is uh, Taqueria Guerrero, mm-hmm. which I used to talk about on stage all the time. Yeah. It's in Niles. It's on Bell Road. It's uh, just right across the street from the farmers market. Okay, and it's in a uh, it's a, it's in a little uh, Mexican market called mm-hmm. uh, Ocampos, if I remember correctly. Okay, and uh, you'll see it. It says like market Mexican market or something in like green and red letters on mm-hmm. the sign. And uh, best tacos, best burritos, you know, they got the the bottle of Mexican Coke and they got, you mm. know, all the sodas and everything. And it's just, 
It's the best. Yeah. I've uh, been wanting to try that since you've mentioned it because yeah. I've got one client in Niles and I yeah. I go there every once in a while. So I got to schedule it around lunch one of these days. Yeah. Uh, Polito's and Taqueria Guerrero both closed on Mondays. Yes. Uh, another place I was going to mention is Cambodian Thai. Okay. Which is uh, just down the street from Chicory and they're closed on Monday as well. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know what it is, but all of my favorite places, they're all closed on Monday. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but <laughs> that's okay. I actually have a few other places um, that are not food or booze related, because not everyone likes to drink, and that's totally cool. Uh, Mishawaka Riverwalk, you've been yes, on there? many times. I like yeah. that. Uh, aside from the geese, the geese are mean, mm-hmm. so stay away from them. Yeah. But uh, other than that... And that's just, uh, it's right near the police station, Mishawaka. Like if you, it's south of Mishawaka Avenue, if you head down Main Street. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's always a good, good time. If uh, you do the whole walk, it's almost a 5K. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's like th- just under three miles. Okay. Um, so we, when Lisa and I do it, we do that and a half of one. We oh, do cool. Half, half walk, you know. Uh, have you been to Shiojiri Garden? No. It's a little oh. Japanese garden in Mishawaka. Oh, we were there because we took my daughter's, I think her prom pictures there. Oh, okay. Um, it's they do the, they do a lot of prom pictures yeah, there. Yeah, so we have been yeah. there. And you can see it when you do the river walk. I think you go by it, don't you? Mm, no, it's, we, close, it's closer to... Um, well, it's right by Merrifield Pool. Yeah, it's closer yeah. to that pool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's not on the walk. Yeah, but, but uh, it's it's so nice, and I only I've only found out about it in the last maybe few years. Yeah, and it's been there a long time. Mm-hmm. Then I just didn't ever know it was there. Yeah, uh, Putt Putt, of course. Yep, in Mishawaka on Main Street. Um, Putt Putt is actually just down the street, or not? It's not it's barely down the street from this place that does uh, drug testing for my current job. Mm. And, you know, with formalities and whatever, with jobs, you go and get a drug test for a Mm -hmm. lot of them. So I went to go get a drug test, and I had a scheduled time. Yeah. I show up there, and the woman says, well, everyone's at lunch. You're going to have to come back in an hour. Yeah. Okay, fine. So I went a few buildings down to uh, Evil Check, Mm -hmm. and it was lunch hour. Yeah. And they have a, uh, I think it's called a lightning lunch. Yeah. And it's like a lunch buffet. Right. So I had, I didn't have any beer or anything because it was the middle of the day and I'm right. not a crazy person, but uh, I had more than enough of these little pulled pork sliders. Yeah. By the time I got back to the lab place, uh-huh. they say, okay, pee in this cup. And uh, I came out a- after like 10 minutes <laughs> and I told them, and this lady had to have thought that I was like hiding something. Uh-huh. But I came out and I said, lady, I, I, I don't think I called her lady. <laughs> lady. Uh, lady. I said, uh, <laughs> I said, I have to be honest with you. And this is probably more information than you need. But I went and had lunch down the street mm-hmm. and it's a lunch buffet. And I said, I had way too much to eat and I will sooner poop my pants or throw up <laughs> than to be able to pee in this cup today. And I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to come back. Uh-huh. And she goes, you're going to have to get another, a new form from your boss. And I said, I, 
I have no other choice. I, I'm sorry. And uh, I left and I texted my boss uh, and I explained what happened. And uh, she laughed at me. And then <laughs> the next day I had to come back and do it again. And uh, I actually, they made me empty my pockets this time because they thought, I don't know, but uh, they thought I was up to something. <laughs> and I, I kept telling them, no, I'm just a dummy and I ate way too much food for lunch. And uh, that's uh, that has nothing to do with putt putt, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a good story, yeah. I think. And so, yeah, that I've been going to that putt putt forever. They used to have a Super Saturday every Saturday from like nine to one. Yeah, and you'd pay five dollars and you get all the tokens you want. Right. I just when I was younger, I just thought that was <laughs> what's better than this. <laughs> yeah. And it's free golf. I don't know if they do Super Saturday anymore, so don't quote uh-huh. me on all that. And especially with it getting colder out. They'll probably be open as long as, you know, it's not pouring down rain or snowing. Right. But, uh, it's, uh, it's been around forever, and uh, I would highly recommend that. Yeah, and I think they keep the arcade part open. I don't know if it's year-round, but closer. It's open more than just the Yeah, golfing. for sure. Yeah. And they have skee-ball and all that yeah. good stuff in there as well. And speaking of arcade and skee-ball, there's also Mega Play. Yeah. Which I don't know if you've been to. It's it, in town and country. When the kids were little. Yeah. Yeah. Probably when it was putters. No, it was still it okay. Was, it, I remember when it was putters, but it was yeah. it, it was mega play mostly when the kids. Yeah, were I remember when it was putters, and my friends and I would walk over there because none of us drove, and I lived closer to like Mishawaka area, and uh, they had a laser tag. It was fun. It was exhausting. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine hit another one of my friends over the head with the laser gun, <laughs> and. Uh, that's extra points. Yeah. I think, I, well, technically, they don't they don't play by those rules that uh, putters, but they should. Um, we're not, it's probably not coincidental we don't talk to him anymore. He's, yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't like us. Uh, but that that's okay. Um, and then Orbit Music. Oh, love Orbit. Orbit Music, for anybody that doesn't know. It's like the big... There used to be three Orbits. Do you remember when there was three? Yep. There was one on Western. Orbit West. Um, there was the one in uh, Town & Country that's moved across the street. Yep, that's Orbit East. And then the other one was by Notre Dame, wasn't Yeah, it? that was Campus Orbit. Yeah. And before that, it was called Tracks. Yeah. And uh, But it was basically the same store with a different name. Right. And uh, I had become buddies with a guy who was a manager at Orbit East, which is the only st- remaining location. Mm-hmm. What was and his name? John, I think. Okay. And he used to tell me stories about how the guy that owned tracks was a crazy person. Yeah. He would come in and throw things around. I think we talked we talked yeah. we talked about this yeah. on an old episode I was on. Yeah. But uh yeah, so it's just Orbit East now and it's on McKinley. Yeah. Um right across darn near darn near. I never say that. Darn near. I I just uh I get wrapped up in the not cursing and I <laughs> I don't say damn anymore, I guess. There it goes. Damn near uh almost right across the street from where it was before it right. town country. Uh and uh yeah, records, used tapes, CDs. Yeah. It's mostly used stuff now, but you can find some really good used. Yeah. A friend of mine found a used record there that was worth a couple hundred bucks mm-hmm. for like fifty dollars there. Yeah. So you can get some really good mm-hmm. Uh, finds their uh, East Race, yep. which doesn't have a street address. But if you uh, go to like Tippecanoe Place or um, actually it's right by the uh, art museum as well, South mm-hmm. Bend Museum of Art. 
you know, you'll run right into it. It's Kathy, just right there. Kathy Dietz, the uh, is yes. uh, part of the, well, I think she runs the South Bend yeah. Museum of Art, former podcast guest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I was going to bring that up. I was going to Google what the episode number was so yeah. I, we could reference it really quick, but yeah. uh, I it forgot. It episode so, back a while. Yeah. So just uh, <laughs> just search Michiana People Podcast Deets. Yeah. D-I-E. You'll find it. T-Z. Yeah. It's just that easy, guys. Uh, also, um Lang Lab. Yep. Lang Lab's cool. Lang Lab is another good one. And uh you'll you can check the Jen Miller episode yep. and find all the she knows way more about that place than I do. Yeah, she I just took know me, she took me on the grand yeah. tour when I went and that was that was neat. Yeah, I just know that I've seen a lot of cool shows there. Yeah. They have coffee now and stuff. And mm-hmm. Full bar. Yeah, Zen Coffee there. Yeah. yeah. So so what Lang Lab uh, and I, I, I apologize. I can't remember the name of the guy who owns it, but what he does is he likes to bring businesses like Zen Cafe in, yeah. and become an incubator for them. And he wants them to outgrow it. Oh wow! Um, he wants them to um, uh, go into their own space. That sounds like my fire alarm going off. <laughs> Yeah, I thought maybe you had to change I the think, battery. I think the batteries are going bad. <laughs> so disregard that. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's probably going to we'll go We'll cut again. that out in post. But he likes, to, <laughs> he likes to be an incubator. And several businesses have come in and started there. Oh, cool. I can't think of who they are but um, and have gone on to, uh, to uh, go into their own space. But um, he's very passionate about um, businesses who aren't quite ready to make that jump into their own space, but yeah. they, they've got a good business plan. He lets them incubate there and then go on and do their own thing. So nice. that's really cool. Yeah. I like that place a lot. And uh, another, another tie in is Zen cafe. Um, the unused or the, the, the unusable coffee hulls from the beans that they use yeah. is used in the soap on uh, the uh um the young lady that I can't remember her name from Eve of Eden makes. Oh nice. She makes a soap called Morning Buzz. Yeah. That is a um uh it's coffee and peppermint. Nice. And that's one of my favorite natural soaps because it totally wakes you up. In the yeah. Cuz I don't drink coffee. I'll have to try that. I, I don't drink coffee, coffee either, but I'll and, give it a shot. Washing with that stuff, I mean, it, it smells fantastic, Excellent. and it totally wakes you up. Nice, yeah, it's it's really cool. It's so funny how all these things go back to people. It all talk it to. all wraps in together, yeah, you know. Yeah. Everything's connected. Yeah. Uh, I've always said that uh, South Bend, Mishawaka area, it's about this big. Yeah, uh, nobody yeah. can you can't hear that, but it's just I'm signaling with my hand something it's tiny. like an inch and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a tiny it's a tiny area and everyone knows each other and usually that's for the better yeah every once in a while you know it's not but right 98 percent of the time it's yeah. a good thing that this area that's is why it's small important to it be is. nice to everybody yes yes <laughs> that's exactly yes if there yes uh yeah if there's anything you can uh that i can say to people that live in this area support local yes and just be nice to everybody yeah. because you know I want to put a plug in for another restaurant sure. that's uh it's relatively new. It's in downtown Mishawaka called 114. Yes. Um and it's on 114 Main or 114 Lincoln Way. Um but 
if you spell it out, one, I believe it's Lincoln Way. Yeah, it's one. Spell it one fourteen. It's a it's a diner type of atmosphere, so it's a little bit smaller. But they've got all kinds of great like local beers on tap, and they they had. Um, um, I had like a beet burger or something there. I, yeah, I had a black bean burger there yeah. the other day. I think my wife and I have eaten there like four times. And the neat thing is, is like they have different specials every night. They've they've got a, a smaller menu, but they have different specials that are just fantastic. And everything is handmade there. They've always got a handmade ice cream treat where they made the ice cream. Um, sometimes they put it in, in the middle of two Krispy Kremes. Yes, or, I had a... Uh... It was like a homemade uh, ice cream sandwich. Yeah. I split it with a friend of mine, and we were both still stuffed. Oh, yeah. so good. And I have never had a bad meal there. They have Taco Tuesdays um, where I think you can get two tacos for 8 bucks or three for 11 And um, it's like prime rib uh, tacos. And nice. just fantastic. Mm-hmm. I have never had the black bean burger I got was a special item that they're considering putting on putting on the menu and it was just excellent cuz oh, I cool. don't eat I eat red meat like very very occasionally mm-hmm. um and having that as a um option was great. Nice. And it's just it's a wonderful restaurant. Um they um have a full bar. Um they've got uh like I said, lots of decent local beers on tap. Uh, another one is um, Crooked U. Yes. Um, I've eaten there. I can't even count like how many times place, I've yeah. eaten there. They've got wonderful dishes, and they've got a family uh, a family seating area now where yeah. it used to be 21 oh, cool. and over. Their beers are fantastic. I haven't had a bad one there yet. Uh, the you so is fantastic. It's a, it's a general so's, uh, cauliflower instead of chicken. Wow. Um, I gotta and, try that and one. And that's, uh, it's got rice and, um, an egg on the rice and stuff like that. Their brisket, like I said, I don't Their eat brisket's red, really good. Red, red yeah. meat, but when I do have brisket, I want to have theirs yeah. because you can't walk into place and not want it because you can smell it. It's smoke. so good, dude. Yeah. Once you have it, and it's just, I had it because uh, my boss mm. was going to bring in lunch, and she was getting it, and just didn't even ask me. She goes, yeah. "I'm bringing you some of this brisket, yeah. and I hope that you like it." <laughs> and I had it, and it was just like, "Wow, yeah. this is the best." There's only one place that that is close to it, and there's a place in Tennessee I eat called Southern Trade that has a really good nice. brisket too. It's really fantastic. Um, also. Near across the street from 114 is uh, the Treehouse Shine Bar, mm-hmm. which is also very, it's a local, another local uh, drinking spot. And uh, it's really, uh, it's probably my current favorite place to go get drinks like after a comedy show because it's pretty low key. It's mm-hmm. usually not very loud, yeah. which I like. Right. I like dimly lit places that aren't super yeah. loud. Uh-huh. Uh, and they have all kinds of board games there. And the people that hang out there are nice. The yeah. people that work there are nice. They have food. I've never actually had had any of their food, but uh, I've mm-hmm. heard great things. Right. And uh, they have more than one uh, set of Connect Four, which is my yeah. favorite <laughs> game to play. So uh, if you're at 114 and you have like an evening date or something, you eat there. Yeah. You can go right across the street to Shine Bar. Yeah. Have a, get a get a beer have or a nice something. Cocktail or yeah, something. it's nice. Yeah. 
Um, I wanted to make sure that we mentioned uh, the podcast that you do with Mike Hollinger. Yes. Called Weird Awesome. It is Weird um, Awesome. Because I'm a listener and a fan. Yes. We need uh, to have you on there soon. Yeah. The, you know, either you, either you like horror movies, you love horror movies, or you hate them. And I'm kind mm -hmm. of a love type yeah. of guy. And you guys are both comedians. Yes. Um, but, and you guys say funny stuff on the podcast, but the, what you really do is you take either a particular director, a, a particular, like you did the George Romero thing. Yeah, we did Romero and, and we did Toby Hooper and right, some other people. And, yeah. Or you'll take a, a, a particular film and you'll talk about it. Yeah. And uh, you'll talk about the people who starred in it, other mm -hmm. films they were in. Um, you'll talk about uh, what's good, what's bad, what, yeah. what you like about it. Like uh, uh, one of my favorites was, uh, I think, was just called The Witch. Yeah, The Witch. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. you know, you guys were kind of lukewarm on it. it. It was all... Mike liked it more than I did. Yeah. And the funny thing is we did a handful of episodes in uh, just this last month in mm. October which we did the October before that, and we wanted to do that again. Right. And so we had the last – one of the episodes have been posted. The other one has not mm. as of this recording as far as I know. But right. both of them, uh, we, 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 we were talking a lot about witchcraft and that sort of thing. Uh. And they both mentioned The Witch as a good movie. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't like The Witch, then maybe you just have a short attention span yeah. and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and I just kind of sat there like, oh, yeah, uh -huh, uh -huh, and just yeah. thinking like they haven't heard that episode because I said, <laughs> I don't like this movie. Yeah. I don't. It's boring. I don't like it. But uh, I'm going to watch it again. Yeah. But uh, it was funny to have two guests in a row that are just like, oh, it's it's really good and it's yeah. really accurate. Yeah. And if you don't watch, if you don't like it, then you just don't get it. And I have to sit there like, yeah, I agree. Right. It's like, oh boy, right. But uh, yeah, we sometimes we go off on tangents and stuff, but uh, it's fun, and uh, we'll uh, we'll have you on sometime soon. And uh, it's uh, it's a fun pad podcast. Wow, podcast. Uh, it's on the uh, We Say Stuff Network. Mm -hmm. So if you go to a we lot of good podcasts, yes, comics yep. in general yep. being one of them. Um, we say stuff.com and, uh, you can, uh, you can find weird awesome there and all the other good podcasts. And, uh, you can follow weird awesome on Twitter at weird awesome pod and, uh, subscribe re rate review. Yeah. All of that good stuff. I, and I just enjoy, I enjoy listening to local podcast. It's, it's nice to listen to a podcast by somebody, you know, Yeah. but I also listen to other local podcasts of people I don't know. Yeah. And it's, it's nice to hear that local flavor and, and get I the love references it. and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause I listen to a lot of national stuff too. Like I listen to Marin's and yeah. I listen to how did this get made and, you know, both of Doug Benson's podcasts mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But it's neat. It's neat to hear a locally um, homegrown podcast and get that point of view and and all that kind of stuff. But weird, awesome. You know, 
if you have any love for horror movies or just weird stuff in general, that's a good one to listen yeah. to just because, you know, you guys, you guys take it, you, you take usually one, one subject may, may, maybe it'll be two movies in, in one, but you'll, you'll take two related movies and just, talk about everything that has to do yeah. with it and then you either want to go watch the movie or find out who was in yeah. it or find out what other other things that director did and, yeah. and stuff like that so it's pretty and cool. uh and sometimes the movies we talk about we used to do like a franchise of movies or, mm -hmm. or what have you and then we had a we had a couple episodes where we talked about two completely different movies and uh that was a lot of fun. Mm. So we usually try to do two different, completely different movies, mm. but it doesn't always work like that. But it's a, it's a lot of fun. And uh, sometimes we are both, we both agree that we both like both movies mm -hmm. or one of us likes one and not the other, yeah. which always makes for a fun episode. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's great. So yeah, definitely uh, check it out. It's uh it's fun. And like you said, local podcasts are a lot of fun because you get more of the references of right. this or that place. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is why I really like this podcast. So, well, thank you. Good job, buddy. I, I, I think I need to do more of them. I you should. Yeah. Kind of went on a hiatus there for a little while. Well, it happens. Yeah. Podcasts are a lot of work. <laughs> They're a lot of work. That's and what, that's what people don't understand. It's a lot yeah. of work. And, and when it's, uh, it's number three on your list of things to do, it's it, a lot like it falls out. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot like stand up comedy to where yeah. when it's good, it's like, Oh, this is so much fun. And, but then sometimes you record and especially if it's with a lot of guests, Mm -hmm. you know and maybe you record a bunch of them and it's like well i just haven't had a time to go through them and then you know you might spend on an hour podcast you might spend an hour and a half right you know if you have to chop something out or cutting out uh dead air yeah or messing with levels here and yeah. there and it's just like i don't want to do this anymore yeah. you know it's just like <laughs> but then you know because people don't usually see that unless they're familiar with recording and editing right and to them it's just like yeah. well just put it up it's yeah. like no i don't i have to make sure that yeah it's right because has my name on it yeah you know, i've so. changed my attitude a little bit because i used to be really anal about it and yeah i would do it would be an hour and a half or two hours of editing for one hour of mm. audio and now it's just kind of like yeah, it sounds pretty good. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And i try <laughs> i try to cut out just the dead air <laughs> yeah and that's usually what i and you know, and you know how it is like editing with stuff. You can dead air is dead air, and yeah. you can see that there's nothing like right. Just yeah, clip easy. it right out without yeah. even hitting play yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah, but sometimes it's a real pause, and it needs yeah. to be there. So you gotta you gotta listen too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, this was fun. This and, is uh, uh, this the is great. the rye was uh, one of the best ryes I've had. It was yeah. Time. It um yeah. yeah. It definitely bears repeating that uh. I've never, like other whiskeys I've sipped with friends and they're like, oh, this is a sipping whiskey. And I'm like, oh, cool. And yeah. a lot of times I'm pretending to not sort of get like, oh, yeah. like this, yeah. like a, like it's a punch in the gut every single <laughs> yeah. time, you know, I just have to play it. I like look the other way yeah. or something. So they can't see I'm making a face. But uh, yeah, this, uh, this South Bend uh, rye whiskey is really, uh, it's super smooth and yeah. it's great. So um 
I, uh, yeah, I recommend it's, uh, it, it's a virtuoso, uh, distillery, 18 vodka.com is the uh, website. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's right across the street from the whole foods on grape. So, uh, I highly recommend going there. Like I said, they have this rye whiskey, which is awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, it's Jason approved. Gotta say that. And, <laughs> Scott uh, approved. Too. Scott approved. <laughs> and, uh, vodka, 18 vodka, yeah. 18 gin. Uh, the, uh, the absinthe is great. Mm. So go in there, get the absinthe drink and they'll do the sugar cubes thing. And yeah, it, um, it's just great. The, the whiskey though is my favorite. So yeah, go out and really get good. that. And everything's pretty decent priced and it's just, it's awesome. And it's all local, which yeah. is, you know, support local. Always like support said, local. Always. And I want to make sure we mention again, Haywood Banks is yes. going to be at the Drop Comedy Club in South Bend. On and the 10th and 11th of this month, at the right. end of the week. And we got 7 o'clock shows and we got 9.15 shows, yes. so you don't have to stay out too late. Right. Um, he works uh, He works clean. Um, yeah. And he does a toast song. Yes. And all kinds of other stuff. And he's been on Bob and Tom. And, uh, and if I'm going to spend 20 bucks for a ticket to go there, then um, I think that it's definitely worth it. It's definitely uh, worth it. Haywood Banks, is uh, he's so funny. And uh, John Osborne featuring. Mm. and uh, I can't wait to see him. Yes, he uh, he's a regional. Well, I wouldn't even call him regional. He's a local dude. Mm. And uh, he's one of my absolute favorites. Yeah. And he's just... If you've never seen him before and you've been to the drop before and you don't know the name, please come to the shows. Never mind the fact that Haywood is going to be a great show, but yeah. John Osborne is just, he's just, he's a great dude. He's a great dude. And uh, he's just, he's so, it's frustrating how funny he is. Mm. So just come out to that. And, right. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. TheDropComedyClub.com. I can't wait for the show. Yes. Uh, it's going to be a great show. I'm pretty so. stoked about it. Yeah. And um, Weird Awesome, uh, you can find it on any podcast app. Just type yep. in Weird and Awesome. Yeah. Um, you don't have to go to the We Say Stuff. But if you don't go to We to, Say but... Stuff, you'll see all the other podcasts they do. Yeah. Um, which, which is fantastic. And I do want to make sure to mention that um, – my last podcast guest, Colton Cole, is doing a uh, show that he is promoting, and he picked the uh, comics for at the American Legion on Lakeville, and that's going to be uh, this coming Saturday yeah. at um, 8 p.m., and it's only five bucks to get in, and he's got people like Genesis Easton, mm -hmm. Chris Gathright, Sean Shank. Um, and himself, uh, you know, he's one of the hardest working guys in comedy and it's going to be a fantastic show. So one of the nights that you're not going to see, Hey, what, just make it a comedy weekend. Yeah. And then he's also going to be at Smokestack on Sunday. Yeah. Opening for Jake the Snake Roberts. Is that his name? Jake the, yep. the, the wrestler. Yes. Um, and, um, that's going to be a great show as yeah. well. And Smokestack Brew is another great place to go. Um, They've got great music. They've got comedy, I believe, on Tuesdays or Tuesday Wednesday. nights. Tuesday nights, mm -hmm. and um, they um, do. They just do a great job. They've always got great beers on tap. Uh, they've got great servers. You go really in there and you food. see you see the same servers every time you go, so you mm -hmm. know you're going to get good service, good food. 
Um, so make sure you check out Colton's show. Make sure you check out uh, Haywood Banks. Yes. And check out the drop. Um, at least uh, stop in on a Tuesday night for their open mics. And if you've ever thought of being a comic or you thought about doing comedy, it's probably the most friendly place you can go to do your first set. Um, I can say I've been to a couple different places. Uh, the chicory is also very friendly. Yeah. But uh, I went to a place in Nashville that wasn't quite as friendly. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, fortunately, I've already got my callus built up, and sure, I yeah. also don't care what people think as much. Yeah. So, but I just noticed that uh, the the local guys all kind of were in a crowd, and yeah. they they pushed out anybody that wasn't that wasn't part of them. Okay. Whereas if you come into the drop, so yeah. say, "Hey, is this your first time?" Yeah. and they're going to sit down table with you and talk to you and be nice to you so it's uh it's definitely a different atmosphere mm-hmm. so if you've ever thought about doing it that's the place to do it yeah we uh we love having new people come in so uh come see us it's a tuesday night we're at a we're on a 822 south lafayette in between the arby's and the jail yes. so uh i can't really recommend you go to either of those places but uh you should definitely come to the drop <laughs> Uh, we put a sign-up sheet out on the stage at 7 o'clock sharp, and then the show starts at 8. Yeah. And uh, that's – you don't have to pay anything to get into that. There's yeah. no drink minimums or anything. Uh, but we do have a full bar and uh, food. So yeah. come through, have a couple pops, go up on stage, or just get a water or soda, whatever. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. So uh, And talk to people. Yeah. And uh, people talk back. Yeah, we're super cool over there and real supportive. So yeah. Come out to the open mic, get uh Haywood Max tickets. Yeah. And uh get some of this whiskey in you or vodka yeah. or gym. Gin, <laughs> not Jim. Uh but Jim Cliss will be at the club this weekend. So yeah. come see him as well. And so yeah. And the regular shows at the drop, just so you know, are every Friday and Saturday, and they usually have, um, uh, is it a 9 p.m. on Friday? Yeah, Friday at 9, at, Saturday at 8 and 10. 8, 8 and 10. And they're only like 10 bucks to get in. Yes. So it's... And if you go up at the open mic on Tuesday, you get into one of the shows on uh, the weekend for free. Yeah, so, so yeah. it's... it's as far as uh, entertainment for your dollar, yeah. it's uh, you're winning on that one. Yes. Yeah. You can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks so much, Jason. That was fun to talk to you one on one. I don't think we've we've done this. Yeah, we've we haven't done this yet. So this up, was uh, so this was great. This was a lot of fun, and I will see you and everyone else, listeners, at a uh, Haywood Banks this weekend. Yes. See ya. Bye bye. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. The first person to survive Alzheimer's disease is out there, and the Alzheimer's Association is going to make it happen. But we won't get there without you. Visit ALZ.org to join the fight.